The UK climate change targets, the net zero targets, are not quite what they seem. You might think if you've been listening to the Climate Change Committee, to Boris Johnson, to Grant Shapps and so on, that, you know, we're really on our way to zero. And as John Gummer once claimed as chair of the Climate Change Committee, when we get to zero, we in the UK will no longer be causing climate change. Wrong, wrong and wrong again. And the news that Grangemouth Refinery in Scotland might close provides a great illustration as to why seemingly good numbers are not quite what they seem. So when Grangemouth closes, if it does, and it's only under discussion at the moment, we will bring down our carbon emissions in the UK by a million plus tonnes per annum. It was emitting up to about five. Great, we've cut those emissions. Now we can reduce the number by that amount and claim we're further on our way towards our net zero target. If only, because, of course, what will happen if Grangemouth closes is that we'll import the stuff instead. And we could import it inside the UK's North Sea, in which case, in a sense, it's already partly captured. But we could also import it from abroad. And that, of course, is what the Labour Party and much of the opposition would have the government do. They would have us close down the North Sea and at least have further licences and import the gas and the oil from overseas. Again, it's a nice way of making the numbers look better, but it doesn't do anything about climate change. Indeed, it probably makes it worse. So if we want to stop causing climate change, we should not kid ourselves that by closing down large energy-intensive plants in the UK, that somehow we're making a big step towards helping out the planet. We're probably making it worse. And you can see why the UK looks so wonderful in terms of its kind of poster character of being the great country that's cut its emissions so quickly. You know, we're, we're 80% services, right? So it's not as if we're not consuming a lot of carbon. It's just that it has the Made in China label on it or it comes from other industrial nations around the world. So don't be fooled. When we're going to stop causing climate change is when our carbon consumption is net zero and all those imports and their embedded carbon are included into the equation. We don't solve climate change by outsourcing beef production to the Amazon, by outsourcing refineries for petrol and diesel to other countries. No, we have to take account of wherever the carbon is produced as the calculation which brings into play what we've been up to here in the UK. But, you know, it's not just at Grangemouth, as I once jokingly explained to Boris Johnson when he was Prime Minister. You know, if you want to do even better on the numbers, I used to say, close Grangemouth. Well, that's probably going to happen now. Close down the steel industry 
and hope that Brexit finishes off the car industry. I meant it in jest, but the point of my comment was uh, meant to be very direct at what's really going on. So if we next make sure that the Port Talbot steelworks close down, that's another 5 million tonnes off our carbon production in the UK and another 5 million tonnes towards the zero. That would make a further difference. But of course, on top of all of these industrial plants that we could close, import the stuff instead and pretend that we're advancing the cause of addressing climate change, there's one huge big oddity in the statistics. So Drax and its wood-burning boilers, etc., is responsible for about 12 million tonnes of carbon emissions each year. It's alongside the largest contribution from the fossil fuel sector to our emissions. It's even the eighth largest emitter in Europe. So Drax is a big deal. And the thing about Drax is the emissions don't count here in the UK. They count elsewhere. It's not the government's fault that the accounts aren't presented in that way because that's how the UN does it. And that's how the UN gets to paint a better picture too. But it defies common sense to say that if that wood pellet mass, biomass, is being burnt in the UK, that those emissions aren't territorial in the UK. So perhaps we should add back the 12 million tonnes from Drax into the equation and then think quite hard about whether if we were to do without the wood burning, which has big other environmental consequences, we could actually make a dent in our territorial emissions and make a contribution to addressing global warming, global climate change. So the numbers aren't quite what they seem, and nor are the perverse incentives that territorial emissions as the basis for net zero creates the right ones to take us forward. They really do encourage production to go overseas and actually for carbon emissions globally to go up rather than down. So the right way of doing this, how we should look at these questions, is to consider carbon consumption. That's what you and I do when we consume stuff, regardless of whether it's produced in Brazil or India or China or Indonesia or here in the UK. It's our carbon footprint. It doesn't matter where the emissions take place. And if you start to look at the UK carbon consumption record, it tells an altogether different story, and in two senses. First, it tells you that a lot of the progress that's been made in the UK is not quite what it seems. It's tougher than it otherwise would have been. And that's the second point. If we really want to stop causing climate change, it's going to have a big hit on you and me. This isn't an easy win-win outcome you and I are going to have to pay for the pollution we cause. And one way of seeing this is to think of the carbon tax that we would have to pay if that was the mechanism by which we are bringing down emissions. Now, we could do this, and indeed, there are steps in the direction to make us 
actually pay for the carbon emissions that are caused by our consumption. And the obvious way of doing this is to apply a carbon tax or carbon adjustment at the border so that imports are treated the same way as domestic production. That really would make a difference, and the EU is making its first tentative steps in that direction. And here in Brexit Britain, we're trying to work out whether we can invent our own carbon adjustment at the border instead of doing the obvious thing, which is to merge our domestic carbon prices with the EU ETS, the European carbon prices, and have the same CBAM carbon border adjustment mechanism as the Europeans are proposing. That would take us quite a lot further forward. And there are lots of implications that follow from that. Many things that you don't pay the true cost of the pollution for now that you would do in the future. Many ways in which domestic production is disadvantaged against imports or requires special permit exemptions and subsidies to make sure the competitiveness effect is not too big. But the really big impact, which people haven't thought through, will come with all those electric cars. So if you look at the emissions caused to make the batteries for those electric cars, if you think about the emissions caused for the fabrication of those cars, all of that would have to count too. And remember that with shiny new EV, the cobalt comes from the mines in the Congo. The nickel is probably refined in Indonesia and the nickel mine from cleared rainforest. The lithium may well come from the deserts of Chile. And the copper, well, that may come from Mongolia or elsewhere. And then all of that is refined, and that causes emissions. And then when it's refined, it has to be fabricated into batteries. There are emissions there too, before it gets to your shiny EV vehicle. Nothing to say we shouldn't have EVs, that we shouldn't electrify transport. But let's be honest, pretending that the solution to climate change is net zero for territorial carbon production just doesn't cut the mustard. It's not true. And we have to face up to the fact that it's a much tougher ask going forward. And our responsibility to stop causing climate change requires us to take responsibility for our carbon consumption and not just our carbon production. And it means that we have to think quite carefully about why it's such a great idea to close down Grangemouth, to close down British Steel and to carry on burning wood pellets at Drax. I doubt any of those pass the test, which would be implied by just looking at the carbon territorial carbon production numbers. So let's be honest, let's be truthful, let's look at the climate change problem and our contribution to it full face on, and let's do something about our emissions by focusing on consumption and not simply kid ourselves that if something's produced overseas, it doesn't really count. It does. And Drax counts too, and it should be in the numbers. Thank you.